Imagine a world in which post-traumatic stress no longer robs from millions who suffer. You don't want to get help because you're embarrassed. That stigma of you can't talk to people it is so true. The experts, they forgot to tell me I can heal. I don't want to live this trauma again. Right. And he goes, yeah. you don't have to. I said, yeah. what? I just remember being able to stand by the water and look up at the sky and hear the noises. And I didn't think they were gunshots. I was like, those are Disney fireworks. I don't even know what to imagine for myself now, my future, because I have one. This is Life After PTSD. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Life After PTSD. I'm Ed, and with me as always is... Carrie. And we have two... Probably the most exciting guess, right? Yeah, it's up there. Think? Yeah. I, I mean, mean recent times. we had a hundred year old, but I don't know. This probably even beats that, I think, because I'm so excited. Two people at the same time in another country that we visited. Our good friends that we made there. Yeah. Please introduce yourselves. Yes. It's Mohammed and this is my sister, Maria. We're living in Lebanon now. We're from Syria. We've been in Lebanon for maybe 12 years. And we studied here and we live here, we're living here now. And we're planning to go to Syria in the future. And we met uh, Kerry and Ed in Lebanon here. And it, it was great opportunity to meet them. I'm so glad for this. Yeah, so it was a great opportunity for us too. Yeah. So tell me, you've been studying with Chris a little bit, right? About trauma? Like, were you studying with him before? Before we came? We came? I studied the trauma therapy with Chris from like both of us studied the trauma therapy with Chris maybe four months ago. Okay. Okay. Before we came, mm-hmm. then we continue with you. But my mom studied it before. Okay. So I learned a little bit from her, then I continue learning with you guys. Cool. Well, you did such a. We were learning. Uh, relaxation techniques and how to breathe and that was great like we never know things about this before and here in the, like especially in the Middle East there's no not, there's no tra- trauma therapy like nobody care for that physiological state for the person if the physical state is good so that's fine mm. so that that was something new for us and I like it that's true. That's such a thing to think about. But what's interesting is the physical state is affected by your emotional state, right? Like if you're, right. you know, if, if you are if, like, even if you're physically un physically not well, if you can get your emotional state better, it's going to help you physically. Like I even, right. even had clients come in with a headache And I've said to them, and they've asked for water to take some medicine um, for their headache. And I've said, oh, can you wait for a minute to take the, it's for the water? Because I think if we work on what's bothering you, possibly your headache could lessen and you wouldn't need the medication. And they sort of rolled their eyes and laughed and said, oh, okay, I'll try. And so we did actually the protocol that you guys learned. And on something that was bothering her. And about 20 minutes later, I asked her, I said, do you want me to get you water now for medication? And she looked at me really funny. She was like, um, no, my head doesn't hurt. (laughs) She was like, and she said, and she laughed and said, does that mean it's all in my head? Like I was just imagining my headache. I said, no, you actually had a headache that was caused by things that were going on emotionally. You were thinking about something emotionally and it was causing 
your headache. Now, sometimes if you're sick and you have emotional things going on, it's just going to make you feel worse. It's not necessarily going to, you know, make you sick, but, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, so it's interesting. You say, I brought that up just because you said that physical there in the middle East, right. If people are okay, physically, that's it. They don't worry about the mental health. There's no, like not, but even if you're, if you have a bad situation in physical state and you have good emotion, maybe it will get better. The physical state will get better. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm talking about like, if you're not injured or you don't have an arm broke, it's not a sick. It's not a sick. Yeah. But they're not focusing a lot on the physiological state and the mental state. They focus, but not a lot. Okay. So the the priority for the priority for the physical state, always. Mm, yeah, yes. the priority for physical. And yes. and so even here in America, one of the things that we say is mental mental health is just as important as physical health, because really and truly, yes, if you have your physical health and you don't have mental health, that's a problem too. I mean, like, like yes. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm saying it wrong. If you well, yeah, it's mental health. Ways. No, it's yeah. both ways. Yeah. It's both ways. Yeah. Because yeah. they f- feed one another. One feeds the other, right? Yep. If you're physically not well, you're mentally, it's going to affect that. And if you're mentally not well, it can affect you physically. Yeah. But we're just now getting to a point where doctors actually say, oh, yeah, this is maybe we should look at mental health. In fact, we just went to a fundraiser a few nights ago. And one of the things that they talked about was, um, I, I can't remember the percentage, but a large percentage of people, at least here in America, before they die by suicide, they visited their doctor. I think within like three months, like 70%. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a really, there's a really large percentage of people and, and I'll find out the exact percentage and I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. There you go. But, um, but there's a large percentage of people who have visited their medical, like their medical doctor within just a few months of, of dying by suicide. And, um, so they're, what they're saying is if, if medical doctors, you know, would check on other things like their mental health, it could change, you know, the nation. Yes, exactly. mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so did we, so we did mention that Muhammad and Maria are two of our first students in a, foreign language in another country. I don't think we actually mentioned that, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, important. That's how I we think know it's them. And very important. Partly, so. partly why we're talking. And, and actually I think for, was it for both of us uh, that you were with Maria when I was mm-hmm. in, in the other room with uh, Muhammad? Yeah. So we, we so I think our last podcast episode, I don't know, this will probably be out in a couple of weeks, but we talked um, about being, about our trip to Lebanon uh, came out this week. Okay. just came. Yeah. So it just came yeah, out Monday and Muhammad and Maria were, we were told they were going to be our interpreters, right? They, they could help. And, and that was it. The two of the, them and Chris were the only people that could help us yeah. <laughs> interpret. And when they were, when I was laughing before we went on air and I said, um, I heard that, you know, the children were going to help us. And I thought they were going to be like nine and 10 years old. And they said they were going to be in the training with us. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty open as you know. Yeah, right? yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm open to sure, that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Whoever, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll, work, 
we'll work with them <laughs> if they're kids. You guys saw I like kids, right? <laughs> so I thought, uh, and then and then when I was like, oh, okay, these are the kids. They're not kids. They're well, I didn't put it like you when, didn't. When, I well, when you know when um, the night we got there and Muhammad, uh, Muhammad came helped to us. help. I did not put t- together that he was the Muhammad that was going to help I, us like translate. Like I it just either, wasn't, no. did not register. Yeah. And then, and then when we came into the training that day and you guys were there, I mean, you guys are far from kids. You're, you're, in fact, <laughs> you might be older than adults. us mentally <laughs> in a good way. I like, I like when like Mr. Chris always say kids because he, I think he's, think that he's dead for all the kids i like this oh yeah yes yeah. yes yes he treat with us like his kids yes. well like and, his and i will dog. say like i have a son who is 30 oh man he's 30 i have a son that's 30 and i still call him a kid and obviously he's not a kid he's 30 and he has his own child now so <laughs> but um yeah so you're the kids um but you were not kids you were incredible students. So it was really exciting to watch um, you guys train and listen to something that is completely, even in America, when we train people in this protocol, they look at us like, what, what are we doing? We're we're doing what? Yeah. We just did it. Just happened yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Just yesterday. They were like, wait, this, this works, this helps. And then actually every single person had an amazing response. They were like, this is amazing <laughs> how is it so easy right um, like before we start uh, doing the trauma therapy and we start learning i was saying to myself like it's not helping it's like it's funny yes but it's you can see it only if you try it if you try it you will feel something different yes you will totally different and totally new for us so at the beginning i laughed for this and it was funny but when I tried it, when you did the therapy with me here in this hall, right. it was, you change, you change something inside me. And, and I, was, I didn't have to know I what was. it was. Yeah. Yes, without asking what it was, is it? Without asking, without knowing. Yeah, that was so cool because, yeah, so the listeners don't know this. So I, when we go and do a training, we um, often do a demo, you know, so people see what it's like. And so Muhammad bravely offered to be the demo. But the funny thing right. was to me, I was like, wait, he's brave for two reasons. One, he's doing it in English and which isn't your first language, right? Although you're very good at it. And so often, and I was, I had some hesitation cause I was like, Oh, I'm not sure if it'll work because you really need to often some of your emotions are attached to your your earlier language, like the first language, like the words going with emotions. And so I was like, I don't know, but you were willing to try it. And we're like, well, we can try it. And, um, and so it's with English (laughs) and then you're also in front of everybody. But then later I was like, you're in front of everybody, but they don't know English. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So so even if you had said what you were working with, they wouldn't have known (laughs) most of them for a sister. That's true. That's true. Your sister was there. That that's a whole new level of of bravery. Processing yeah. a traumatic or upsetting event in front of family. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was it was it was great, and it was really interesting to to be on that side, knowing because I was just w- wanting to make sure. So most people who speak English have a hard time understanding me <laughs> because I talk really fast. <laughs> 
So I think I joked, <laughs> I joked with you, Maria. I said, if you understand me, you can understand anybody in, <laughs> in America. First time I met Chris, he was talking too fast and I was like new to English. <laughs> so I wasn't got everything that he is talking, but now I am, I can, I'm good with him. Yes. Good. It's funny. Last four months, I'm, real, I'm realizing myself that I, I'm having good accents and, and good understanding. I don't know why it's changed. Like, mm. I realized that mm. because of speaking to you. So, good. I like this, uh, I like this therapy because no need to know what the person or the client is thinking about. You can control that his mind without knowing what's really thinking about and what's hurting. Yes. You, you can change his physi uh, physiological state. That's what impressed me a lot. It was amazing. It, it is amazing. And one thing you said is like, you can control his mind. And really, it's just you controlling your own mind, right? Like you learning with, with somebody kind of, you know, guiding you a little bit, um, controlling your own mind and realizing like that memory doesn't serve me to be here. Like it's not helping me. So let me put this thought in a different file in my brain. So it doesn't keep coming up and get me upset. Right. Um, yes, so it's so powerful. I love, but I love, it was so fun. We have talked so much about uh, the two of you specifically. I mean, everybody, everybody was amazing. Like it wasn't just the two of you, but you guys, you know, we have a special connection or I feel like that. Um, and we got to spend more time with you yeah. too than there's, we did. The there's others. only three people who walked with us all night yeah. long before. <laughs> Cause we walked all night long. Well, <laughs> did you ever get sick? Neither of you got sick. No, we didn't. Maybe you did because. Oh my goodness. Oh, I was, was so worried was horrible. that you were going to be sick. Maybe you got sick because you are leaving Lebanon and you were sad. Maybe that's what it was. That's what it, oh. <laughs> we know. I was literally so sick. I was, I, well, I thought at first it was car, I was car sick cause I was sitting in the back and we didn't, I, we didn't go to bed that night. Um, well, I guess, did you, go to, I don't know. I didn't go to bed when we got back from, you know, walking cause we had to leave at three, you know, in just a few hours. And so we came back and for our listeners, we walked along the beach entire Lebanon, which was amazing and went and ate at a restaurant and then walked well, it back. Was, um, Yes, yes. Eid. That's Eid? Why. Eid? Is that is that how you say it? Eid. Eid. Oh yeah. The holiday. Eid. Eid. Thank you. Eid. But it's the end of. There's my first lesson. Oh, good job. Eid. 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 Say, say Eid. it again. Eid. Oh. <laughs> Watch his eyes when he says it. Say it again. Eid. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped it. He stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we have it on video. We can rewind that. That was great. <laughs> That's so funny. No. That was great. Uh, so, first letter What is it? The letter A. You can say it in English. There's no A. Oh. You say it A. Yeah. We say A. A. From the throat. You yeah. see A. A. Ah. When we teach Arabic, we'll focus on this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So when we were in Lebanon, we went and trained for a couple of days, like a, your group, right? And then 
And then we had a clinic for two days, which was amazing. And so, yeah, so that's what Ed was referring to. We were observing, we don't speak Arabic, but we were observing this Arabic um, language. Um, and, and I was, uh, Ed was with you, Mohammed, right? In the room and I was the Maria. And we both yes. had, both of the clients that came in had some pretty amazing, amazing results. How did you guys feel about that when you're doing that? I don't know. Maria, you wanna? She was like always lonely and sad. So I was too happy when I saw her, like she's doing good. And I, I know, let me, her. Hold on, let me interrupt you. I, I'm bad at interrupting, but let me interrupt you really fast. I know when she walked in the room, when she got there, you could see that she was a little nervous, like before she even worked she with was her. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it was obvious. You didn't have to, yeah, she was definitely scared, yeah. eyes yeah. down. Yeah. And then her mom had to yeah, walk her in. To the room. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, but you so know. Say it again. Everything. Everything when changed. When we finished the, the therapy, like everything changed. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> so one of her issues, the one of her concerns, yeah, lonely, sad, and didn't like to be around any men because of things that had happened to, to her family. Um, and when we walked out, Ed, scary Ed was, uh, <laughs> I would like to think that I'm lovable and friendly looking. <laughs> um, we, we all kind of walked out and like ran into him right in the, in the hallway. And I remember apologizing to her and she said, no, it's fine. I need to be around people. And I was like, oh, I want to said this. She's okay with that. She was okay with it. Yeah. And how did that feel to you to have her? To be able to work with her, learn a therapy in two days, and then the very next day you're using it to help some help change somebody's life. I I was proud of myself, Yanni, that I did this and help her to get out of the situation that she is living on. And I called her on the phone and said, if you need the therapy anytime, just come and we can come to my house or go to the center and I am ready to help you anytime. And she had exams, so she didn't call me back, but I'm still waiting her call and I'm excited to help her more again. Yeah, I definitely, well, I think she's probably so amazed at how well she's doing. Um, yeah. And we've gotten some messages from Chris since then saying that she's doing great and she's just totally different. And yeah, then the, I definitely wanted to work with you some more though. The uh, driver. Her mom said that she is doing good now. She is sitting with people and their neighbors and being social. Uh, he, she became more social. Yeah, and that's got to be so feels so much better for her. Yeah, that's so so exciting. Good. It was. So, I loved loved watching you do that. That was so fun. And you had a, it, it was hard, right? We had some tough, I mean, it was, it was, it was tough. She has some tough things going on. So, and you worked and it was amazing. So, um, yeah, I'll look forward to one, one day. I bet we'll get her on the podcast. Don't you think? I think we will. The person she worked with, I don't want to say it out loud right now, just in case. <laughs> when, uh, when I went with Ed to the room and take the two guys, you remember this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I, I was watching. I was watching them doing the therapy, but I wasn't convinced like how it's working. 
it's just talking. But when we came out from the room, you, I was the client and you were the... Oh, uh-huh. The therapist. The therapist. I felt the change. Like, I'm I convinced now because I have something changed inside me. That's why it was great. But when I was with Ed, with Ed, I'm watching the two guys doing the therapy. Okay. It wasn't history. It is. When, we, when me and you do the therapy, everything changed. And then how about when you, I know it's, it is, I, I, I agree. It's, it's interesting. Cause when you're watching somebody else, you're like, what are you doing? Like at the beginning, you don't feel the change. Yes. Yeah. At the end, you feel everything just different. Yeah. That's what's really pressing me in this therapy. So when you were, when you were the therapist and you were working with the people that you were working with, how was that for you, Mohammed? What were, what were your thoughts? I was thinking that the people would think that is stupid and that's funny, but uh, I know them. I know that they will change their mind and will think that it's great after when I finish because I passed through this mm. and I thought that it's funny, but at the end I, I changed, something changed in my mind. So um, um, I know that they will change their mind when we finish the therapy. So um, I was fine with this. Even I told you that I'm doing uh, the therapy with my friend. So when we start, he said, are you making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> I told him it's okay, wait, because yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah, so, that's so funny. You know, he asked me, how you did this? How did you control? <laughs> it was funny for me now. Wasn't that great? And then you said, so he was really upset, like tearful, upset, having a rough situation with a, yeah. and then yes. you just saw him yesterday or today, like recently you saw him today. I saw him. I did the therapy last two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. Uh -huh. But I saw him today. He's changed. He's totally changed. He's different. He's, he's having fun now. That's so and great. We're going, and tonight we're, I'm going to him to uh, chill. Oh, nice. Um, that's so, yeah it's it's so fun it's so great when you can do that for somebody you know and they do, yes. right at first they do think like what are you doing like are you making fun of me like is this that's kind of my daughter she's like uh what are, what are you do? are you joking like this is ridiculous is, is this she and her her statement was kind of the same as yours like like he's saying are you making fun of me she's like is this really what you do with people <laughs> like no. yeah so that's like before, he like he was calling me every like maybe in one week, uh, one time a week. But like after two weeks, like two weeks ago until now, he's every day calling me to come and drink coffee. He have a coffee shop. Uh, so every time he calling me, every time, every day, he called me to come. Maybe two day, two times a day, he wants inviting me to drink coffee. He's my friend, like. So, oh, that's so great, and it's so great to be able to. So this great therapy make us for each other. More. Yeah. That's so cool. That's amazing. Uh, that, what are you those thinking, are Ed? The, those are the stories I love to hear. I mean, that's what it's all about. Uh, this, you know, you guys may not know this, but we developed this for, you know, peers. So, like, just normal people to work with each other, basically, with, with minimal training. And yes. so to hear, you know, helping, just helping a friend out with a, with a rough breakup or, you know, um, from that to, you know, a girl who, a young 
girl who didn't want to leave her house or couldn't be around people basically like you know those are pretty broad well, um well but we've also worked things on the with people who have i mean we've worked with people who have <clears throat> lost limbs and we've worked with people who yeah. have lost loved ones it's, and and people who have been brutally attacked and i mean like and people who their friend died and they should have been the one that died because they took mm -hmm. their place that day you know like we've worked with, and then, and then we've also worked with test anxiety, right? Yeah. And sports, somebody who, um, oh, yeah. he was playing, he was, a basketball, basketball player and, um, having an issue with, with some of the, you know, hesitating and kind of getting nervous on the court. And we worked with them and changed that for them. So it's like such a wide, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say like this works for everything because I'm not going to ever say that. Or that there isn't, there aren't other tools because there are, but this is just a really neat tool for, um, like you said, lay people, like people who aren't necessarily professionally trained counselors, uh, because yes. what one problem we're having here, and I think in other countries too, is, uh, there's not enough counselors because we're just, we're inundated and we have 15 therapists here and we're just it, so busy because people are dealing with lots of things. And, and I think partly because we hear so much more too, like with the internet and, you know, there's so much more information available to us. And so people worry more about things and they're more, their emotions are heightened. And I think uh, we needed something like this um, that were, I mean, as if you, as you know, Ed's a first responder, which is like, would be like there, it'd be like police or a firefighter, but I don't know if you guys really have many firefighters there, but we have lots we of have them here. What? We have fire. We don't have fighters. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and he saw where people have worked in car accidents and they've had to pull children out of a car who didn't make it. And, you know, you start thinking about that and it gets in your mind and it affects your job and affects going home. And, and so, but they're not going to go to therapy. And so if they can, or it, not right away, at least. Yeah, right? correct. So if they, if we can provide something that they can use with each other, you know, so when he sees one of his buddies that is struggling, he can say, Hey, I've got, do you have 10 minutes? Do you have 20 minutes? Um, yes. I don't know. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. That's how I, I'm talking too much today. I'm probably not talking enough, but I don't know. <laughs> that's such a nice, that's and, such a positive way to frame it. Thank you. And more thing. Uh, I think that th this therapy doesn't like fix the mental health. It's also like when you fix the mental health and the physiological health, it also, it also helps the uh, social Mm. He'll be more confident. Mm. The client will be more confident himself. Yes. And he can uh, get his social state better. Yes. I like this while I'm doing this with. The yes. Yeah. That well, her that she was socially definitely changing. Well, and I, I wasn't mean, expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. Go yes, out me too. First day, because I know her like. A, Maybe five, six years, and I saw her maybe three times or four times in my life in these six years. And she's been so nervous I, those times, like 
She's not social. She likes, she likes to stay alone. Yes. But now she's, I guess that's changed is what I understand, right? Yes, it's changed. Yeah. I think especially Coco Morrow is working with her. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so, yeah, definitely. So, um, Maria, tell me more about, um, tell me more about what you want to do when you grow up now. <laughs> you said you wanted to be a dentist when we got there. You still want to be a dentist? <laughs> Yes, I told you that I I was planning to be a dentist, but uh, it's hard for me in Syria. I told you because of the language and the stuff. But I told you about my dream, about the dream that I had. I had that I had a dream that I am a nurse, and I have a medical center and helping the people there with the trauma therapy. <laughs> with the trauma therapy. So, yes. <laughs> I, love I think this is a sign from God to do nursing. Yeah. And I asked my dad if I can do it there. And he searched for me and he said that there is a nursing school there. That's so, so cool. Very good. I think that's what God me. What that's what God wants me to do. That's cool. That's exciting. Amazing. That is exciting. So, yeah. Yeah, now I was picking on you because I know you said you wanted to do do something with psychology or helping helping people with their trauma. So yeah, that's so great. I can do everything to yeah. help people. I mean, I, I'm a social person, so I like to do everything with people. Yes. <laughs> I like being with people too. Yeah, my I used to get in trouble in school for talking too much. And uh when I, <laughs> it's not surprising. Not surprising at all. <laughs> For both of you. <laughs> now, now that I know. Me, why you are like always with people? That's make you a lot of problems. <laughs> I want the problem. That's I funny. cannot control this. Well, <laughs> so so in 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 a few years, when you're making money because you're speaking to people. You can tell people, yeah, maybe I got in trouble before for this, but now it's making me money. So <laughs> my, my grandmother, she passed away a few years ago, just not that long ago, but just a few years ago. And I had just, um, when, when I, a few years prior to that, when I had just started making some money, like for speaking, for teaching, like before I was even doing this, I was working for another company teaching. And, um, my grandmother said, oh, well, it's finally paying off all those <laughs> who, who, who knew that you, yeah. had, what you got in trouble for, you would now make money for. So we need to fly them here and, and uh, speak at a, we'll all speak at a conference together. Yeah, That, that would be, be so fun. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know we need to some, someday you're going to visit America or we'll meet somewhere in between or something. One of my dreams. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll get you here eventually. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. It may take some time, but just think. It'll be so fun. It's okay. I'm waiting. <laughs> take your time. Patience. <laughs> Patience. So, um, so what, so your kid, your, um, siblings are finished with school. You guys, have you, have you processed with them any of the, the, um, have you used the protocol on any of your siblings yet? Brothers and sisters? We need someone to the protocol with us because of our siblings. <laughs> they need somebody to do it with them because of the siblings. That's why, that's why we came to the center to make the call. We couldn't 
the house. There's all the fights. So um, what did you think before we came versus after, like, do you just heard we were doing a trauma protocol and like, okay, what, I'm going to come and do this. And I thought that uh, I'm going to translate only. Okay. <laughs> I thought like, I'm not going to learn, teach. Nobody will. I'm not going to learn this trauma therapy. Okay. But uh, I thought that it was like what did Chris taught us okay. like, the relaxation techniques. Oh, I, think, okay. I thought. And the butterfly has. Mm-hmm. I said, no need to come. Like, I know these stuff. But when I came and see what's different, I really like. The I, best... I thought, I thank God because I came. The best part that of this new protocol is the counting from 1 to 30. The first time I saw this, I, I was like <laughs> making funny of it. But like when we tried this and you did the therapy with me, I realized why you, why do we count? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was good for me and I liked it. Yeah. It's amazing. And some people with kids, you can even do less, you know, not even to 30, but yeah. Two. We can do it yeah. with two. Yes. Yeah. Well, me. Wait, you can count to two, right? Yeah. <laughs> In Arabic? <laughs> Can you? you? Oh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't learn numbers. I, I, I did know them. I could count to five, but I can't remember it right now because I haven't practiced it. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I have to go. I'm have to go study it. Okay, next next time when we podcast, we're gonna get on and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna count first thing. We're gonna go. Welcome to life after PTSD, and I have learned to count in Arabic to five, and I'm gonna say it right then. What? Yes. Let's teach all the all the people that are listening to the podcast yeah. that you are doing. Yeah, oh, yeah, they'll all know that. how to count to five. That'd be cool. So yeah, we love you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, talking to us today. Okay. Anything? Thanks anything you want to say to the listeners before we uh, stop recording? Uh, always listen to this podcast. This will be amazing. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much.